everyone, and welcome to episode 171 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, I'm back again with the buzz cut, along with my other co-hosts, who also have buzz cuts. My name is Craig, buzz cut too. Uh, my name is also Craig, I need a haircut actually, it's getting a little long. Um, Same. Yeah. But, you know, we do all have the same haircut, don't we? That's weird. Yeah, I think as I'm getting older here, I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to mess with my hair in the morning. Maybe, yep. maybe, it, maybe yeah. we just call ourselves like Buzz Cut Gaming or something like that. <laughs> it's just so much more manageable. It's it's about function. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we could play video games longer. <laughs> I mean, you can grow it out in the winter, keep you warm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't Definitely have that option. Like Mine goes straight up instead of out to <laughs> the side, go. so I can't yeah. go long. Mine just gets wild, but what's also wild is the news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, line. Before we get too far into it, I want to make a correction. As told to me by one of our loyal listeners, uh, I was wrong in saying that it was Seth Rogen with the girlfriend problems. It was Jonah Hill. Jonah yes. Hill's the one with the issues. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're not one for putting out fake news, but you know, okay, <laughs> Jonah Hill is the issue with, uh, with women. That's and right. He, uh, and how he sees people. But again, that'll... Thing is kind of weird to begin with so sorry seth rogan i'm sure he <laughs> listens listen, yeah if, he'll, if he'll respond hey, yeah i'm hoping he'll forgive us maybe come on the <laughs> podcast there you go but what i can't forgive is what my news is this week that pokemon direct sucked um <laughs> there was yeah. nothing in that pokemon direct worth really talking about we did get like there is a mew and mewtwo event that is coming soon in september uh the the two DLCs are coming soon. I did love all of all of like the memes coming out about the uh, the oh, what are, what are they called? So it's the paradox Pokemon and the Raikou one, the Thundercat. It's now like it looks like one of the uh, oh, the tall necks in Horizon. Like it looks like that. Like the, it just looks so funny to me. But uh, I've. I wish Pokemon would do more. I wish we announced new games, but we did not, unfortunately, to my avail. But uh, Pokemon will continue to take advantage of me until I die. So great, great on Pokemon. I'm glad. I'm glad they know how to take advantage. But I would say, it? yeah, the best part for me was them adding the uh, Pokemon trading card Game Boy game. Oh, and that's right, mm-hmm. Pokemon Stadium Two. I've been playing that. Like Stadium I missed. Two. I didn't realize how much I missed that game. I used to play it all the time. Yeah, I gotta start playing mm. that. I gotta, I gotta start playing that. Uh, the trading card game. They need mm. to do it. They need to do a new one. They do because they it, do. Looks, it looks bad. Um, it could use a, a, a new style, like a Pokemon Snap. Just update it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. We saw what happened cool. to that, and it looked great. You mm-hmm. know, it's a good example. Yeah, there. that new Pokemon Snap, so good. Game yep. Yeah. <laughs> we then have rumors of the Slim PS Five. Uh, we're yes. getting apparently screenshots of it. Why anybody needs a slim PS5? If you want, like, it probably has to do something with the fact that there is a fifty dollar like sale discount on PS5s right now, including mm-hmm. you know the ones that are bundled with games. With it, you know, we keep hearing rumors about a PS5 Pro coming out next year. So it's like, okay, here's the slim version of it now. It's like I, I don't get the whole need for like all of these different models, but money, you know, it's. Money, yeah, and, and it's, it's it's following the calendar algorithm 
of, right. of the standard game life, at least the Sony standard game life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're following, we're, we're right on schedule. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly for my news is that Baldur's Gate 3's release is making developers worry <laughs> about, yes. uh, f- about games coming out in the future. Uh, I think the main reason that they're having these issues, one, is Baldur's Gate 3, which we are going to talk about later on the podcast because we didn't play a lot of that, uh, kind of came out in a really good state. Like, not a lot of bugs, mm-hmm. uh, plays pretty well, but I think people also forget that this game has been out in early access for maybe a year, years even. So, while developers, like, they're trying, starting to worry about, oh, this is setting, you know, weird, ex- wrong expectations for a game, I actually think it's fine. Like, for the most part in this, for our podcast, we usually don't, like, I guess, hate on a developer too much for delaying a game because we just want the game to be the best it can be. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do know general public would be angry about that, but, you know, and and it's different. Baldur's Gate is a PC game that's been in early access for months, 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 months. So you have time to perfect the game. And then that way, when you have a firm release date, it's kind of like, you know what, this has been in testing for for a year now we have what we need let's release it kind of deal so uh Baldur's gate three uh developers i just i i I think develop other developers just need to like take their time with games i guess i get it crunch for games is is what the new style is getting a game out as fast as you can because kids attention spans are shorter than they ever have been uh but for us older gamers i don't think we mind too much but all the money is, of course, with the kids. Yes, of course. <laughs> I thought it was funny that it almost comes across like the other developers are like, how dare you release a game in a complete state? Yeah, right. You yeah, know? essentially. Like, now they're going to expect that from us. I'm like, yeah, that's what we've always expected our entire lives. Like, I'll give you some leeway if a game's like, oh, it's 95% done. But like this trend of releasing games that sometimes feel like they're half done. Oh, we'll update it. We'll update it later. I think is spoiled developers a little bit, mm-hmm. and I love yeah. seeing games that come out like this. And you're, this, I think, are like Final Fantasy 16. Like it just comes out, yeah. and it's it's it doesn't need updates. It's good to go. It's good to go. Um, yeah, out of the so, box. Not a bad thing at all. It's definitely not a bad thing. And uh, part of me feels like the only delay we can't get behind, um, at least I can't get behind, is Skull and Bones because that's <laughs> never going to be good. Yeah. So. True. That was, that was just a, that was just a jab at skull and bones but <laughs> they, but they that game never gets like we already jab it enough like you're killing something that's dead i uh, but it's fun you know that, that's the one <laughs> that's the one i'm gonna be telling my grandkids about like oh i played that game it never came out and i tried it you know like yeah that'll be the one i always hold on to having played that but like there will, game. there will be an apocalypse <laughs> of games and skull and bones will be the ones that survives or something yep. like it's going to be like, this is what you all have to play now for the next year. <laughs> yeah. And it's all you can play. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it for my, that's it for my news. Okay. I have a couple here. Some of them are kind of short, but that's fine. Um, we have a potential leaked release date for Stalker 2. Um, December 1st. Cool. I'm, I, I know I've, it's I've been, been, it's been sitting in December for a while, but I think all of us were kind of starting to doubt that, right? Yeah, I've yeah, and, and I've been excited for that game for a little bit, so I'm just hoping that it that finally comes out. Yeah, and again, like I don't mind if that game gets delayed. It's not like at the top no. of my list to play, so if it's not ready, that's fine. But um, 
it's a game pass game and i feel like microsoft might be like hey we need something in december mm-hmm. so you're up <laughs> make sure it's ready um also on that note we have lollipop chainsaw the remaster is Ooh. delayed is delayed uh summer 2024 now um originally okay. i think it was supposed to come out this fall or winter uh not anymore uh, and again that's fine i have the original i can play it again if i want to um take your time on that one because that's a cult classic yeah absolutely yeah seriously uh, another one here. Uh, we have more rumors because we all love rumors. Love GTA rumors. Six. Couple things here. March 2025 is what is being hinted at by uh, Take Two. And uh, the other one that I put in here because I just thought it was hilarious is it appears they're going to be doing um, growing hair like Red Dead, which kind of makes sense, but also kind of funny. Um, it reminds me of San Andreas, where you're like, if you don't ride your bike everywhere, you're going to get fat. And this time it's like, hey, if you don't go get your hair and beard cut, it's going to get out of control. Um, <laughs> I feel sure. like we're targeted. I feel yeah. like we're targeted. <laughs> right. It, you know, it's funny is like besides Red Dead, um, I look at that as like, why aren't more games doing that? That's, I feel like that should be something standard now, right? Yeah, I guess I guess it just depends on like the the tech behind it. And if right. what you're is it worth pay, it? Yeah, because I imagine it's something hard to do because it always ha- always has to be like, okay, your hair grows a little bit probably every day night cycle, mm-hmm. and then how how long does your hair decide to get, and how many days have passed in game? It, right. it has to be a complicated thing. It seems easy, but it probably isn't. Yeah, it may, it may be just like other developers, like yeah, it's not worth the hassle trying to figure that out for something that most people probably won't care about. But I think mm-hmm. it's cool. It's a cool yeah. idea. I mean, that's what GTA is. They're always coming up with new ideas. Like the multiple protagonists was a cool idea. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm starting to get excited for a new GTA. Maybe I'll play five again. Maybe I've tried so many times. <laughs> I beat it once and I haven't really touched it since. It takes so long to just to get back. Like the problem when this is why my issue with retrying GTA five is I kept getting to the same spot in a certain amount of hours in. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like two to three, maybe four times. So now every subsequent time that I try, I can't stay invested. Sure. Because I've seen those first 20 hours or, or so. So I, I like can't I can't get there that far anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. But right. I would yeah. be excited for a GTA six. Man, I've been ready for five years. Um yeah. I'm gonna hop over to some movie news real quick. Uh, we got up. a announcement on a sequel for Talk to Me already. Um, what I yes. thought was cool is they put up a little short video. They're literally going to call it Talk to Me, which I think is great. Um, something interesting, though, is that uh, the people who wrote the original movie are YouTubers. Um, they've said they've already have an idea for a prequel and that they already filmed most of the movie while they were filming the first one. Smart. Um, so... I, it seems like this could be something we see like next year, uh, summer again, maybe. Um, I'll take as many of these as you want to give me. I absolutely love that movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's smart putting something out already, being like, yep, there's another one coming. Um, yeah. Keep that hype train going for it. Yeah, of course. And then uh, the last one I got to bring up, this one is super personal to me, but I'm super excited about it. Um, I got to talk about some arcade one-up news, as you can see them behind me here. Um there was a photo leak 
of the one game that I've wanted Arcade One Up to make ever since they started making games, and that is Time Crisis. Um, oh, okay. I absolutely yes. love Time Crisis. It was my favorite arcade game growing up. It's the one I spent the most money on at the local arcade when it was here. Um, from the leak, this is a pretty official looking photos. Uh, it's about six feet tall, um, two guns. Uh, even though Time Crisis is a one player game, it has mm-hmm. Time Crisis. I don't know if you guys ever played Point Blank, um, but it has Point Blank, which is an absolutely incredible, like, uh, you versus another person shooting targets type of game. Um, And then there's like two other games in there as well. Big important thing here is there's the foot pedal on the floor for time crisis. And it seems like the guns have that nice little recoil that the game used to have where it like clicks every time you shoot, where it's like clack, clack. That's all important. Um, Supposedly this is supposed to be coming out this uh, winter, like this holiday. Um, Price date is a little up in the air because the picture was from like a German website. Roughly translated, it looks like it's probably going to be either six or seven hundred dollars. I was going to um, ask, what's your what's yeah. your max for buying that? I don't have yeah. a max. You okay? Buy it? Nope, I don't have a max. This is like the first time I saw RK One Up. That was the one game, and I was like, they should make Time Crisis because I want a Time Crisis. And as soon as I saw that picture, I was like, I'm buying it. I think honestly, like seven hundred might be pushing it. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a it's lot. a lot of money. Um, I feel like probably five or six hundred is like a sweet spot because that's what they normally are when they come out. Um, on a side note, I don't know, like you guys probably don't look at RK one up at all, um, but they are it's coming out in September. They announced a Wheel of Fortune um, slots machine, oh, okay. um, which is sweet. Really? And, uh, yeah. and as soon as I saw that, I uh, showed like my wife. Cause they sent an email and she immediately pre-ordered it. Um, <laughs> so like, that's like, I want them to do different things, try yeah. different things. Like we've done, we've done a million different versions of street fighter and mortal Kombat. You don't need any more of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, like I have the Simpsons, they have X-Men Ninja turtles. That's all good. But like, I like that they're starting to go off into, you know, let's do some shooters. Um, there's like, they just did fast and furious, like a racing game, like all that's, diversify there's so many arcade games out there i think doing yeah. slot, slots is super smart um uh, yeah i mean i think they're headed in the right direction um but man that time crisis one whoo boy do they I um <laughs> do they do a house of the dead they have not yet but that's another See, one they need that's to look another at. one they should um yeah. they've done obviously the big buck hunter was like the first gun game they did terminator uh, terminator oh 2. i remember that one mm-hmm Um, I think I feel like those are the only two uh, gun type games they've done so far, Um, because obviously it's more money, right? You're you got to pay for the arcade setup, but also the guns, um, the pedals. And that's usually like you pay more for the racing games, too, because it's more equipment. Um, But I'm willing to pay more if they're going to do games like this for sure. Um, So as soon as that pops up for pre-order, you know, I'm grabbing that and then uh, we can just have a big party over here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i um i'm very glad that you shared this news because i would i wouldn't necessarily know it like i'm like a big part of my- me growing up was dad taking me my dad taking me to the arcade same and my dad was the the dad that also played all the games with you at least the two yep. player ones or more players so i i have those recollections of the x-men game simpsons game time crisis was a game that i always m- maybe wouldn't bring up 
since arcades were a thing for, in my life, but mm -hmm. I've always loved it because yep. the pedal, it was yeah. just that, that, that going behind cover, leaving cover, going behind cover, you know, that type of thing. It really made you feel a different type of engagement with the game itself. You know, it was just, it just made it just a little different and yeah. that that's awesome. That's, that's awesome that they're doing that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like the company is listening. Um, everybody was like, Hey, we want Marvel versus Capcom too. And they, they made one and like immediately sold out. So like, I appreciate them listening and these things in all honesty, this is probably a, a slippery slope, but these, these things are not hard to modify. So the idea of having like a time crisis cabinet that I can mess with and maybe put House of the Dead on or um, whatever else other games you could think of shooter wise like that is would be incredible. That would be. But yeah, that's all the news I have there. OK, I don't have a lot, um, just like a couple of like either leaks and such like that or just announcements, but uh, small, small teaser video or teaser trailer of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, came out this week. Um, had to throw that out there just to get our listeners and just ourselves pumped. I know I'm pumped for something like that. Um, yeah. I know we talked about it, I think maybe in the last two, maybe three months, where it's just an interesting storyline. Like I told you guys the other week, I like dark storylines of like stuff that I grew up with. So the fact that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to me, never showed one hint of blood or anything or really death or dealing with really anything um to have them come back and have a surviving turtle essentially after the other ninja turtles are slaughtered to to get revenge so you're gonna give me you're gonna give us as gamers a dark teenage mutant ninja turtle so the, the teaser trailer it really doesn't do anything for you it kind of got me pumped just because it's press for it right but like it's like four candles that like slowly get blown out and they show like Ronin landscape backgrounds. It's like, it's nothing crazy, but it got me hyped. So I had to mention it. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention, this is more towards you, Craig is I guess, cause you're the Alan Wake guy is Alan Wake two, uh, is having a uh, live new reveal on Tuesday, August the 22nd. So hopefully we can get like a little bit more. Um, I mean, like, it's not like, somebody like Craig needs more, but like somebody <laughs> like myself, I would love to see a little bit more about the, the gameplay and such. I feel like I've been watching the same, you get to play as two people uh, footage, you know, yeah. since they, since they released anything about it, but, but that's on Tuesday. Yeah. I feel um, like I don't need more for that game. I don't want to see everything. Um, it's kind of like when I see like a trailer for a movie, I'm really excited about and I'm like, all right, no more trailers. Like, I don't want to be spoiled, but um, I'm still like cautiously optimistic about that game. Like I've said before, the it just seems like a Resident Evil style game, which is fine as long as there's not like survival ish things hidden in there where I gotta like get resources. I'm good. Yeah, I hear you. Um, super excited for the game. I still have to pre-order. That might be one I buy day one. But uh, like I told y'all, I still have to finish the first one, which I should get on. <laughs> I'm wasting these. That. I'm wasting these weeks where I don't have anything to play by playing something I've played. It's a perfect time. The most time. in Yeah, it's insane. Because you're but, playing yeah. Persona. Yeah, Persona's <laughs> playing me. That's what it's doing. So it's many other over. games. <laughs> I know there's so many other games taking over my life. Um, 
the last thing I wanted to kind of more bring attention to is uh, excitement from the Souls community, or I would say a medium amount of excitement for the Souls community for the upcoming Lords of the Fallen. Um, specifically, not just because it is, I guess, garnered or brandished as a Souls-like, but there's a mechanic in the game that I think is going to make it a little bit better for people who maybe get more frustrated at games like that, which is like essentially you're navigating an open world. And then when, because it will happen, when you do die, you essentially have to navigate an underworld and fight in order to get back to the to the uh, to the living world before you. And then if you die again, that's when you lose all your XP. So I don't know. I think that's a different take on what is considered a souls like game because normally it's like you die you lose it you go back you know you have to fight your way back you you die again you lose all the experience that you had but i don't know i thought that was a fresh and or a fresher take on it kind of gives you like a second attempt at trying to do it but you have to fight like to get you know back to the living world so um but that's what i had there i thought i had one more oh yeah uh, Nintendo is trying to patent certain mechanics from Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, one of, of the things, as one yeah, does, <laughs> as one does. Um, one of the things, for example, is like patenting uh, Reju's lightning ability. Which, for anybody who didn't get that far in the game, you you essentially she creates a force field to which then you would shoot an arrow, and then the lightning obviously hits where that arrow lands. They're trying to patent that. I just paused for effect there. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> but they're also trying to patent the what essentially is the physic mechanic of of when Link is riding on like player created vehicles, like specifically like the aerial vehicles. So like when you're doing any of those um, the gliders and things like that, they're 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 trying to patent that, which. Okay. <laughs> which doing that in a game is not a new mechanic. They didn't invent riding on a on a on a vehicle at the same speed moving together. Yeah, I don't think that in, in that, that physic realm. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to like read I don't know why it interested me or piqued my interest. I'm going to keep reading it as it develops, but that's just something that I found like interesting because that's just it's just Nintendo patenting weird things. Yeah. Is, is essentially what they're doing but i don't know that's all the news i have somehow i'm not surprised that they would do that yeah it, <laughs> yeah it always seems like at the at the cutting edge of gaming everyone's just like patenting their stuff mm-hmm. yeah they're trying to do uh one thing i did forget to mention for news is that we did get a teaser trailer for the gameplay reveal of modern warfare 3 coming out mm-hmm. uh the trailer comes out august 17th uh bad guys makarov i am excited uh, I guess a part of me is also like, there's no way they're doing no Russian. Like as yeah. much as like that was such a interesting mission in today's world, in today's world, it would cause cause issues. So I wonder how they make Makarov a scary guy. I guess because like no Russian is such a big part of uh, maybe they just the, mentioned the modern, it. yeah yeah it's such maybe. a big part of the modern warfare community that you'd think. You know, they they have to do some homage to it of some sort, but any type of homage would probably end up getting them canceled. Is Call of Duty like Fast and Furious now where they just bring back characters 
and they're like, how'd they come back? Doesn't matter. They're back. Mm. You thought they died. They didn't die. <laughs> they didn't die. They're yeah. just back. <laughs> but I saw them die, but they didn't die. No, nope, definitely didn't die. I'm excited too, though. I've been doing that. Like, did you like text the phone number? No, I did not. Oh, there's like a phone number you can text. They've been sending like stuff for the past couple of days. Oh, it's okay. Been, hmm. Like, I like that kind of advertisement. I think it's fun. Like it's yeah. like yeah. top secret info and they're just sending over like screenshots of maps and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I miss that stuff. So good marketing right there. Mm-hmm. Still so hoping for we, Game Pass. Yeah. Okay, hope, yeah. We'll have to see. That'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah we we now get into games this week in which I've put a lot of time into Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, so that's pretty much the big game I've played this week. What about you guys? Uh, we got the, the stealth drop of Quake 2. I played that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and then I played some Blue Fire. That's a very descriptive name for a game. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, have desperately tried to put down Persona, and I did for a couple of hours uh, to do Pikmin 4, the <laughs> de- the demo. Okay. Good old Pikmin. <laughs> That's fair. So how do you feel about Pikmin? <laughs> it's a Pikmin game? It's a Pikmin game. <laughs> I don't care about the story. I know it's Pikmin 4, but I was really... I had a Craig moment during those the, the beginning cutscenes where I was just like, I don't care. Yep. Spamming A. I yeah, don't care. They talk too much in the beginning, for sure. They, mm-hmm. they talk too much in the beginning. How the game plays. Um, I, I can see myself... If I don't have a lot to like play that I'm in- interested in or, or such, I can see myself picking it up and playing it handheld. Uh, being like a truly handheld game for me. But you're playing Persona. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I but like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's I like the I like how it moves. I like the mechanics. I do like how it looks mm-hmm. as well. It I feel pretty. like at this point, guys, anytime a Switch game looks good, I'm gonna point it out because it's just it's good when a Switch game looks good now based off of the hardware. Agreed. And, and um, it, it does it does look fantastic, and I do enjoy the 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 ambiance of the world itself as well. Um, am I going to buy it? I don't know. I don't know. I see why it is purchased and beloved, is what I'll say. Um, but I was surprised the, the the controls aren't clanky either. I thought I was like as, as when I started moving around, I thought that I wasn't necessarily going to like it. Um, but like, but was that Craig or Barry? It might have been Craig that said it. It's like I I didn't think I was gonna like it, but then I I just was playing it. Was that you, yeah. Craig, or something to that to that degree? Maybe <laughs> because that's what I see myself doing. It's like I, I'm not gonna love it, but right, right. I'm going to find myself just like playing it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll pick it up in like 2025 or I would say I wait for a sale, but it'll never go on sale. It's a first party Nintendo yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's think you, I think not to like uh, give props to any particular retailers, but I think there's buy one, get one free at GameStop right now. There you go. I mean, yeah, there is Pikmin and something else. There you go. I, I feel a lot better. So <laughs> We feel a lot better as consumers when the free game is the game that we don't necessarily think we're yep. going to like. We're like, I didn't even buy it. Yeah, it was free. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> True. 
So do you want to get into Blue Fire? Or should I get into Boulder's Gate? We could do. Yeah. Um, Quake 2 is Quake 2 if you've never played it. Um, they did. It's not a full remaster, but it feels real good. Um, the soundtrack is still there, which is awesome. I love Quake. I always have. It's just such a good, fast-paced, old-school shooter. Um, the fact that it just kind of came out of nowhere, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and it's on Game Pass. So if you want to download it and try it out, go for it. Uh, I played first couple levels. Had a little nostalgia fest remembering playing it as a kid that was great um i think it's something that most people should try it is kind of like it's where all the modern fps's have come from right yeah. doom and quake and all that mm-hmm. are responsible so i think it's something for sure especially since it's on game pass like just check it out and relive where gaming has come from um blue fire was part of the last games with gold that they did um oh, okay and this is an interesting one. It's like a uh, mix between a Souls and a platformer. Um, very interesting. Like when you're in the main world, you're running around and it is kind of like a dodge attack block. And then you go into sections and it's like platforming challenges where it's like you have to collect all these things on the map. But they're like, you know, different jumps and dashes and all that. I don't know that I've seen kind of like a game bridge those two that well together before. Um, I don't mm. think it's a very long game, um, but I'm enjoying it. I think it's a good filler game for me right now. Um, in between this, like we're in a bit of a wasteland. Right yeah, the now. souls, the souls like platforming. Yeah, the platforming <laughs> souls like game. That's right, because because I mean, none of us played Atlas Fallen, and and uh, none of us have played yeah. Remnant Two yet, right? I will be playing Remnant, I was, but I just don't ooh. have it yet. Yeah. Okay. I was okay. so close to playing that. I thought about buying Remnant 2, but then I remembered I played Remnant 1 for like an hour and I didn't like it. <laughs> so I kind of was like, oh, I should probably hold off. And um, I'm pretty sure Remnant 1 came to Game Pass pretty, pretty early. It did. Quickly, it did. If I remember. Mm. So that, that may be something, you know, it's smart to hold off on until it, when it comes yeah, to Yeah. But I've heard nothing point. but good about it so far. As, as have I. That's yeah. I've only heard good. Now, the big thing here, though, uh, Barry, is that I've never played a Baldur's Gate, but like watching all these reviews and stuff, I'm interested. So you have Same. to give me your take and and you know me if I would like that type of game or not, because I know it's heavy RPG. Yeah, yeah so, so it is super heavy, like heavy, heavy RPG and D&D like mm-hmm. uh, okay. made by the creators of Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2. Sure. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Baldur's Gate 2, uh, sorry, 3. Um one is just like the it it is so much fun for like the D and D person in me. Like okay. really hard to get a bunch of your friends together to play D and D. Really hard to get somebody to be a DM. Um, it is not hard because the DM is the game, and all your friends can just create the character of their dreams. And the character creator is pretty deep, um, including genitals. Mm-hmm. Yes, including, including genitals. genitals. <laughs> um, that is one of the running jokes. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like changing your eyes, changing your hair, your face. Like, I admit there isn't a lot of tattoo options, which I do wish there was. Uh, just to, like, you know, put your character, you know, with an arm tattoo sleeve or something like that. Instead, like, there's only a very couple few options. But overall, it is it is such a good game. I really, I've been really enjoying my time with Baldur's Gate 3. And uh, I've never played a Baldur's Gate or Divinity Original Sin. So... What I have been enjoying is like the learning parts of it. You know, I played, I right now have a session with my brother and then I play with him with, and ours is more like a go in and fight 
and like no thinking, just go ahead and fight. We usually die uh, pretty <laughs> easily there. But the game is pretty nice about saves. You need to save though. Like the auto save feature does not save often enough. Just okay. so you know, you're aware. So you whoever's owning the campaign needs to save because how it works is the owner of the campaign owns your character. So oh. I yeah, so every campaign you go into, you have to create a character for it. I think you can have a max of four. Um, in my brother's, I have, like, a character for my brother's game and a character for a game that I play with, uh, for a campaign that I play with my roommate for. So it's it's fun to have. Like, I, I so want to get enough people to, like, play with a four-player four team. Like, sure. that just has to be tons of fun. Um, but I think, that, I think the game, like, really just lets you do whatever you want. It, it, it really is an expression of freedom there. Like it, it gives you a little marker on your map of where to go and you can head there or you can just walk around and find the extra party members that are available to you because you can have a party of four and you can play this game alone. Uh, it's just a matter of you will be playing with other computer players that you also control. Uh, so it's, it's, it's oh. a lot of, it's a lot of work for one person. You might be able to set them to CPU, uh, but I have not done that yet. I haven't been playing for myself. But it, it in both of the campaigns, we haven't necessarily gotten far in, I'll say. But it it is worth 60 bucks. And I think a lot of people have not played a game like this because it's very RPG, but super D&D-like. So, you know, locking a, a... Just because your character's good at lockpicking does not mean you'll get it. There's a higher success of doing it, but not, you know... Just like real life, just because I'm really, just because a sports player is really good at playing sports, doesn't mean they're going to win every game. Whether they're alone, whether they work with another person, it, it's kind of like that, and it looks amazing. Sounds sound like the it, there's not too much in like the sound department, like ambient music and stuff like that. I don't mind, but I definitely feel like where it's lacking is tutorial based. Like there, mm. there really isn't a tutorial. Um, there are hints you can read while you're doing stuff, but there, there's an, there's a part in the game. If you ever come across it, where there are traps everywhere and you can put stuff to like, kind of like in a kingdom of the crystal skull, where you put something on the trap. So it doesn't go off mm -hmm. when you, when you take something away. So the issue we were having is I did not know you could just simply move stuff like you can mm. click and drag an object and move it a certain place and then move it again, move it again until you have it where you want it. Where in the playthrough with my brother, I had no clue you could do that. So we set off the traps and I died is what, <laughs> is what happened. So the game doesn't hold your hand a lot. And that's why, like, I really enjoyed playing with my roommate because he was able to tell me more of the more of the stuff going on in the campaign where I didn't know what was going on, especially for someone like me who never played the early access. But if you have a computer that can run it, like it, it is a game that is a ton of fun. Like I think all three of us would have fun playing a campaign together. Uh, yeah. It would just be a matter of you know, do, do we play Baldur's Gate three or are we playing uh, Demonologist? I guess is the right. the question there. Um, uh, and I think decisions. It, your your wife would probably love to play too, Craig. I think I think yeah. everybody like there is something for everybody here. You know, it's it is a role playing game. You know, you get to play whatever character you want create anything you really want to and and it's a fun time for the whole group so is um is each instance that you're playing is it the same campaign 
Yes, or does it change? It is. Okay, okay. It, it is the same campaign, but what you do like can change things. And there's been sure. a lot of discussion in the community about long rests, where you're supposed to meet a character somewhere, but if you take too many long rests on the way there, the character either dies or moves. So, <laughs> like, okay. there, there's a Wait, ton what's of a long stuff. rest? Is it just so, sleeping? Yes. So in the game, there's in in D D, there's something called a long rest where that's where all your characters get to heal, their spell slots get refilled. It's kind of like a big rest point. Uh, it's like using a tent in Final Fantasy. Exactly. It's like using yep. a tent in Final there Fantasy. <laughs> um, but it causes the day to go to the next day. Like it is a ah, yes. night shift mm-hmm. sort of thing. And with that, you know, it, it's, it hasn't been confirmed by them whether or not uh, that actually is what's going on here. But it uh, – and what I mean by them is the developer has not confirmed that Long Rest makes this happen. It's just a, a rumor that's been going on. So as I continue to play the game, I start to feel more comfortable and get better at it. I know, like, now I could take you guys through the beginning of the campaign. Um, it's too bad there isn't, like, a demo I can make you guys play to, like, right. kind of show you. But I don't think anybody that's mildly interested in this game, I think you should buy it. And if you've got friends that are playing it, it's an absolute buy. And friends that are willing to pay, play with you as well. Like it is, it's a D&D campaign without needing the needing a, to get together. Like you could all play on yeah. your own computers and you don't yeah. need someone to DM it for you. So I really is, need it to drop on like Game Pass or something. Yeah, well, right now the it's the only console it's coming out on is is PS Five. So right, keep that keep that in mind. It would be it would be tough, I think, for Xbox to get this game as a Game Pass game. So yeah. I feel like I feel like I would want to play this comp, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Same, for same, sure. Same, same way I feel about um, Diablo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just it interests me, but I also know like I've tried playing Divinity and I didn't like it. So to when everyone's like, yeah, it's like Divinity. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, like dropping 60 bucks on a game like Divinity when I did not like Divinity at all. Like it makes me hesitate, even if like all everybody's playing it to spend $60 on something that I might play an hour of and be like, I'm done. You know what I mean? We should we should Steam watch some gameplay. A, yeah, Steam does have a really good return policy. They do. Yeah. So I think it's four and, hours or something like that. Yeah, four hours and. Or mm-hmm. it, it just kind of depends. They seem to be they seem to be very you know cool about okay you know you played this for five hours didn't like it you're free. That's more right. than enough time to know if you're gonna play it or like yeah yeah. I did hear something that Craig will like. Uh oh. Um, that like no tutorial section at all. Yeah, that so sounds doesn't good. seem like a lot of talking to start. Just kind of seems like I mean, hey, just figure is, it like, out. I love RPGs. Absolutely love them. Like yeah. turn based RPGs specifically in action, but like turn based is my root. So like. But I was never a D&D person, ever. Like, I never had any friends around me growing up that were big into it. So it was just something that kind of, like, never interacted with me in, in my life. Um, so when see, everybody's like, yeah, it's like playing d and I'm like, okay. I, see, I'm the weirdo that was sitting in class with his friends who liked Dungeons & Dragons. And I was like, hey, can I see all of your literature for Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> And I, I remember they were these big books. There's so many books. So that had like the, books. It, it had the bestiary. It had like all mm-hmm. of that stuff. And I would read them in class. This is like, this has to be middle school. I think it was sixth, seventh or eighth grade, that area. And I was so fascinated with the world. Never took the leap and said like, can I join? You know, I never did that. But 
I was so fascinated by the Dungeons and Dragons at, like aspect, like the world that was created. So like anybody that's that's either a dungeon master or in one, I always have a huge respect for because um, everybody that I've known who has been a dungeon master has put so much time and effort into creating the campaigns for their friends. Um, I used to work with a group. Uh, sorry, I used to work with one person who had who was dungeon master of his group, and there was like drama within the group, but like everybody <laughs> still wanted to meet. You know, like it, it almost sounded like two people broke up during the campaign, but they all still like <laughs> they still kept the campaign going. Yep. They still showed up, and and you know, like it's 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 definitely a lot of love and tenderness that is put into that. So. It's no surprise that if you're kind of coupling that with the RPG realm in a video game and done well with no bugs starting with no bugs, you know, on the on the day or at least on the drop day, not early access that there's it's no wonder to me that it's doing well. Like I'm probably this close to getting it. Mm -hmm. I'm probably just a nudge, to be honest with you, because I didn't know it was going to do that well or at least have such strong backing. Um, sure. I don't know how I missed that, but I'll probably get it at some point. Yeah, it uh, again, I didn't realize how impressed I would be just because this is my first, like, Larian, I think is the developer's name type game. But it, it it is fun, and I enjoy playing with my friends. I enjoy making the characters. Like, the characters are fun to make. Uh, it is it's almost like a just a character creator in a way because you have to create your character, and then you have to create your... I think it's like your guardian. My roommate said that that is your love interest. So, okay. and I'm, I don't know if that's still the case, but we'll see uh, as, as I get farther into, farther into the campaign. But mm -hmm. I am, oh, I'm, I'm sold on it. You know, I, I definitely think it's worth it. And whether you're by yourself or like you, who needs a nudge, like you guys nudged me to get demonologist yet again, demonologist is a very much cheaper game. Than, <laughs> True. Than, than, yeah, what yeah, Baldur's Gate three is, but I don't think there's uh, there could be three hundred hours of content. Demonologist. Was that was my next question. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. There, there is a lot of content here. A lot of side missions. It definitely feels like in the beginning, like you're supposed to do all of them, but it is very easy in this game to walk into situations that you are not ready for. Um, but that's the whole point of like traveling together talking it out before you know hey you know are we ready for this kind of thing and it just really it, it gives you the freedom to you know sneak in it gives you the freedom to run right in it gives you the freedom to set up traps for uh for him it, it, it really is a good way of like expressing yourself in an rpg situation in a D, &D fashion without needing to meet face to face without needing to force somebody to be a dm it mm -hmm. It's impressive. I, I've. It's impressive how much I've enjoyed this game so far. Okay. Both of my characters are girls. They're smoke shows. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love the pause and then the admission. <laughs> we've had that discussion before, where I know Craig and I have said, if given the option, normally we create female mm -hmm. characters. Um, mm -hmm. I did not for demonologists, but I know you did, Craig. It would it would be fun if all of us are creating girls and like your wife decides to play with us. She creates a guy and it's yeah, just yeah, really for attention. That would be that would be really funny. That, that would be really funny. Yeah, I always tell would, people. Yeah, now you know yeah. your wife would know what it's like to just have met, you know, just have yeah. girls pining for as a man. <laughs> oh my god! 
I love it, man. Hey, I, I always tell people like, you know, I'm a guy in real life. If I'm playing yep. a video game, I want to switch it up. So that's yep. why I, <laughs> I agreed. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, that's that's going to be games this week for all three of us. Next up is going to be movies where I have watched Oppenheimer. I do have <laughs> opinions on it. Right. Uh, I've also watched um, up to as much as I can with the lioness. And I'm now three episodes into Twisted Metal. Okay. I watch Across the Spider-Verse again. Sorry, guys. So did I. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) Um, All right. I saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Yes. Um, I got that out of the way. I watched the live action adaption of ZOM 100 on Netflix. I've been I need, I've been interested. I've yeah, been thinking I need about your watching. <laughs> and then uh, I watched uh, also on Netflix was uh, Heart of Stone with Gal Gadot. I watched oh, that's that. That's right. Well. That's out. I didn't realize. Hmm? Okay. I um I am a little light this week. Uh, right. so you guys will definitely be carrying it. I'm and Barry. This will this is kind of good where you're at. I'm about four, end of four episodes into Twisted Metal. So we could talk about okay. what we think thus far. We could kind of tag team that. But that's all I got. I'm going to let y'all take the floor. Okay. Just tell me when Twisted Metal well, starts. We can talk about Twisted Metal. Uh, yeah, go first, for it. Just, uh, okay. I just want to say Twisted Metal is it's fun. It is surprisingly yeah. enjoyable. I had yeah. no expectations going into this, and I've been enjoying it so far. Like, my only real um, – his name is Anthony Mackie, right? That is yep. the that is the John, John Doe, yeah. Yeah, John Doe, I, yeah. I really don't have any experience with him outside of Falcon – and maybe some movies that I definitely forgot he's in, but um, he, he plays a comedy character really well. Like he, yeah. uh, I again am just completely floored at like the the budget that they put toward Twisted Metal, and there's definitely all these fun callbacks that even for me who doesn't play never played Twisted Metal, uh, as a gamer I can appreciate. You know the the whole code thing he enters into his car. Yep, the mm, that's Metal the invincibility. That, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that falls that. onto the the windshield. It's the very small things that I enjoy, and it uh, again. My expectations, I guess, for this, I shouldn't say I had none. They were low, and it yeah. is it's blown it out of the water. It is an enjoyable, fun ride for the last three episodes I've been watching. So and I imagine yeah. you probably feel the same way. I yeah, I'm gonna mirror what uh, Craig said last week, which is they did not do the right type of marketing in terms of what they were showing us because it is completely different. I'm having a lot of fun with it. The only comedic experience I ha- I have with Mackie is Papa Doc. Oh, <laughs> Papa, He'll oh, always be Papa Doc from eight mile for me. Yeah. Papa Doc. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Papa Doc. I also, I was also thinking of, um, Oh my God. What's the Mark Wahlberg um, pain and gain pain and gain. Was yep. he in that? Yep. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. the, yeah, it was him, Mark Wahlberg and the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to get a quick pump out like before. Like, just, <laughs> that movie is underrated. That movie, that movie is perfect. severely underrated. Mm-hmm. So like, that's all the comedic I have with him. Obviously, you know, Falcon is where I primarily just remember him in recent years. Thank you for Papa Doc. Cause I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really good. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a lot of the small things as well. I mean, even with John Doe, like that's roadkill. Like that's the name of the road of roadkill in the video game. Um, Agent Stone is like out as one of the outlaw characters in I think Twisted Metal Black. I think is yeah. when he first appeared. 
Yep. So it's small things like that, plus the invincibility code and such like that. Um, Craig, to let you know where I'm at, I just, it's like the, oh my gosh, it's the lady with the plants. That's where oh, I yeah, am. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. She's also from the game as well. Oh my God, who is she? You, there's, a, I don't know if you've seen, like, if you, did you watch the episode where they go to her house? Yeah. Okay. And she, like. The pharmacist? Yeah. And she's, like, hitting him with the plant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, her her car is like in the background of when they're at her house. It's the it's like the uh, Volkswagen Beetle with the flowers all over it. Oh my god, I remember that character. Forgetting mm-hmm. the name of the character, but I remember that. it's yeah. like flower flower power or flowers. Something like whatever. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that, you know. There's Twisted Metal does not have a long library, so to speak, right. for like especially the classic better verse better games. You know, minus Twisted Metal Four, that was where they. I don't know what they were doing there. Create your character. <laughs> Um, but it's just all the small things that you find in there that just kind of bring you back to that. Um, it's fun. Uh, sweet tooth works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm at in the story, he's not in it at this point. I mean, he was, and now he isn't. Um, okay. so I hope he, I hope he comes back cause they definitely advertise a lot of sweet tooth. And I mean, sweet There's tooth a is amount of them. Yeah. Good. He, I mean, he's the, he's, He's the Justin Timberlake of of Twisted Metal. Like you're like I know who. <laughs> yep. That's a weird correlation to make, but it that's is, but it works. Th- he gets like he, he gets his own side story because you Good. have like Anthony Mackie's story going on, and you also have Sweet Tooth's story going on, which is nice. Cool. I like that. Um, I hope. Did, did you? Did anybody see or mention that they're already renewed for a second season? Craig, did you say that last week? I don't think I did, but I did see that, which okay, is good. 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 And I'm waiting. I can't wait for the last four minutes of the last episode because of uh, yeah, what yep. you mentioned yep. last week. So it, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. I wanted to clarify, too, like it is that last four minutes. But like that last episode, the beginning is phenomenal as well, um, where it all kind of culminates. And like I, I won't spoil anything for you, but um, just the fact that uh, for you and me, Craig, haven't played the game a lot um, when Sweet Tooth uh, there's a point where he like shoots off missiles and it does that distinctive laugh from his special, the yes, same one. And I was just yes. like, Oh my God. Like the fact that they went to the the length to get that exact same uh, sound and use it is like detention to detail that makes a show that shouldn't be good. Good. Yeah. Cause it really shouldn't. It should be terrible. Yeah. It looks <laughs> like somebody, it looks like a bunch of people on the production team or, or, um, who wrote it or whatever. It looks like they literally played the games. Like that's yeah. how, that's how much they're adding in. So excited, excited mm-hmm. to watch the rest of it. Definitely. All right. So, uh, I guess we'll talk about the lioness, uh, yeah. paramount plus with Zoe, uh, Zoe Zeldana, uh, some other notable characters that I cannot remember their names for. Cause I'm bad. I don't <laughs> uh, it just feels like, it feels like Zoe Zeldana is just in everything right now. You know, avatar guardians, yeah. The lioness, she just never stops. Good on her, uh, but it is it, it is a fun show about this kind of woman, uh, like uh, woman led uh, army or marine team that goes undercover. They become they send an undercover agent in to become close friends with the family, and then the family leads him to the killer. So it's been fun, kind of learning like how all that works. It's definitely a uh, let's put it. It's kind of a really violent show sometimes, and it's kind of hard to watch. 
uh, occasionally for me. Like, don't get me wrong, like, video game gore doesn't bother me, but it's, like, the mutilation of, like, uh, characters that are real that can, yeah. like, th- that, like, can kind of make me go, I don't know if I want to, like, look at this. I'll listen. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, but until the torture stops, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with yeah. it. Uh, but The Lioness, if you haven't already, Paramount Plus, like, it needs more shows to, I think, really start gaining speed here, and The Lioness is one of them. It, it is a fun, fun show. It comes out weekly, so I like yeah. that as well. Yeah, there's a, an extended torture scene with the main character that's super uncomfortable. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that was a bit yeah, much. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I'll jump into it. Oppenheimer. Yep. The yeah. three-hour, the three-hour classic uh, by uh, <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I, I'm still kind. I'm really torn about this movie. Mm. It is a three-hour ride that I remained interested in, but not in love with. The okay. movie does look fantastic. The score is fantastic. Like there are a lot of things in this movie that I really do enjoy, but I didn't come out of the theater like I did with Across the Spider Verse or <laughs> Teenage Mutant. <laughs> or like the Teenage Mutant Mayhem sort of deal here. I get why people love this movie. It's just that there are a couple, like the movie drags on enough to keep you interested. I just feel as though, and this might've been the theater I was watching it in. Like, of course there's this huge climax about the test bomb that they do. And I'll admit it looks fantastic. Um, and sounds really good. I just thought, like, it's funny when it's kind of like they do this whole thing in slow motion and you're waiting for the explosion to be a jump scare because I think that's what he's going for. Uh, they're so far away that, like, you can see the explosion go off, but the delay in the sound is what kind of gets you. And overall, I I get why all of the actors are getting like these, you know, a lot of nominations for Emmys or Oscars when that time comes. But at the end of the day for the movie with me, I was like, okay, like (laughs) it's okay. It's it. I think it's okay or good. I don't think it's great or like the most fun I've had all movie season uh, Mm. with anything. And it is long. It is a three hour long ride. Like if, if you're not in a luxury recliner, like in some of these other movie theaters, like I imagine it's uncomfortable uh, <laughs> to, and I'll admit like at the end of it, like I was like slunking in my seat. Like, I, I don't know if I can leave at the end of this. Like I'm like this, I'm just like, I don't know if I can physically move anymore. I might have to watch another. Yes. Kind of deal. So it. it's, it, it, it is a movie and I get the technical aspects of how great it is, but I, sure. I did not fall in love with this movie. Like I have other movies this year. Um, okay. may, maybe low top 10, maybe. Okay. I, I, pro- there is probably other movies coming out that won't even put it like, will knock it out without any issue. Once I actually start thinking about it at the sure. highest, I see this as 10 because of the okay. respect I have, I have for what this movie does. And I understand who loves it. It's just, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's an Oscar it's, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels it's an like Oscar a- grab. What do they call yeah. those? Is that what it's called? Oscar grabs? I forget what they call them, but yeah, like technically impressive, but not the greatest storyline. Is that accurate? Yeah, and I get people that fall in love with it because they love like the whole story, and not everybody yeah. knows. The, it's a great uh, story, absolutely. Like, yeah, and I don't, I don't know anything about this stuff. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, in school. I was not taught like everything that went into 
or like I was taught Oppenheimer made the atomic bomb. It story done. Yep. Uh, not yeah. all of the, I did not realize like the Los Alamos thing where they had to create a whole town for all of the scientists with their families. Uh, I didn't know anything about all of the uh, like security risks of that, like this thing proved or, or like happened afterward. And maybe that's because I'm too young to understand, yeah. to understand yeah. everything that happened. And maybe older people have more of a respect for it. But for me, it was just, it was, it was okay. It, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in school, my, we went, went over Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but, like, we didn't go over, like, we didn't have an Oppenheimer-based course. Right. Like, Me you know neither. what I mean? You know, but, like, I, I, I know about Fat Man and Little Boy and, like, their, the significant effects that they have, that it's had on not only the war at that time but and relations, but essentially everything since. Uh, but, yeah, like, I wanted to see the movie to kind of get more of his story. Um, I'll, I'll watch it in spurts, maybe at home. I don't know. Is it a, is it a movie theater movie? Like, can you just get the same effect from it? I'm going to watch it at home because I feel like it's a three hour movie. I don't want to sit there because I'm not like, oh my God, I have to see this movie. Yeah. I'll sit through three hours of John Wick, but not. Exactly. That's exactly. It's funny you mentioned that actually, but I think it it does feel like a movie theater movie because not everybody's home can read what the explosion was and it's hard to like sell people like oh you gotta see it for the explosion man that uh, 10 yeah. seconds out of that three yeah. hour movie but then <laughs> after the, after the climax of the explosion the movie still goes on for an hour so it's like this <laughs> to keep me interested in th- for three hours to something i have no idea about i think is credit to the movie but mm-hmm. again it's i i wasn't in love with it i think it's okay and or, or good but it's not great it's not fantastic it's not you know, the next coming of uh, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, like, right. I loved that movie like mm-hmm. last year, but th- this is not that. That's fair. That's fair. I'll wait. Yeah, you Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, I'll just watch it when it's streaming and watch it in like three sittings. I need someone to go see Barbie with me, though. Anybody want to go see Barbie with yeah, me? I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to go by myself. Okay, Greg. Sure. We're okay. We're setting up a movie date. All you have I, to do is mention Barbie in this household, and my wife will be there immediately to watch it again. Okay, <laughs> I I don't know what it is. I just don't feel right going in there by myself. Like, <laughs> you don't want. He doesn't want to walk up to the booth and say, "I'll take uh, one for Barbie." One for Barbie, please. <laughs> That's probably it. I just don't feel like. I mean, if you go in there. If you go in there by yourself and there was a lot of women in the audience, there's a certain uh, scene with like a big uh, speech that I feel like everybody would slowly turn and stare at you as like the single man in there. And they'd be like, <laughs> or it's the thing where I, get, I get in there too early and they're all yeah. just like, oh, he's by himself watching Barbie. What? <laughs> it's kind of like going to like, the, it'd be like going to like the Taylor Swift concert by yourself. Like maybe maybe uh, maybe somebody's meeting him here. We'll just like you know we'll see when the movie starts. <laughs> or or they nobody's... might be like, man, this guy is like this guy gets it. You know, yeah. he's, a, he's an ally for us. That could that, be yeah. it as well. That could be yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it is. What, you do Barbie. need to see it though. It's fantastic. I would I watch it again. It. I'd watch it again in a heartbeat. Perfect. Oh, well, man. then uh, you you got to tell us about. Uh, okay. TV. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Um, saw this one this week. Uh. Animation style, again, brought me in because I like that, like, weird, almost bad animation 
art. Mm. It's ugly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's real ugly, but like not always. Like I feel like like the vehicles were like looked phenomenally well drawn. It's just the people. They all have like lumps on their faces and stuff. It's very weird, except for April. Um, but overall, like I really enjoyed it. It's it's very funny. I like seeing all the villains that I knew as a kid. And I mean, like all of them are here. It's not just Bebop and Rocksteady, but like all the other ones that I remember, Baxter and and um, Wingnut and all those guys. And I've totally forgot about these guys. It was nice seeing them all. Um, I think the they did good casting on the Ninja Turtles. I think they all work very well um, as like younger teenagers. The the comedy like I went with my my daughter went and she had a friend with her and like they were laughing. So I'm sure like the humor is on point with kids today. Like I found it funny, but I was like kind of watching them too to be like, do they think this is just like a poor attempt? But it didn't seem like it. Um, they really seem to enjoy it. I, yeah, I think it's a phenomenally well done movie. Um, I will watch a couple more. Seems like they want to do more, right? Yeah, it seems they like they kind of leave it open. Um, yeah, I, I'm down for sure. I've enjoyed most Ninja Turtle movies in my life. The ones with Megan Fox, I don't need to watch again. But the previous animated one from like, I don't know, when was that? Like 2012? Yeah. TMNT. I like yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Ninja Turtles are great. Um, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It gets right to the point, and uh, the story is interesting. I thought it was a good take. Um, something a little bit different than what I expected to see out of that movie. Kind of swerved on me a little bit. And uh, the end fight was cool. It was very cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, I th- it's very good. I don't know if it's going to end up in my top 10. We have to kind of wait and see because there's just so many other movies this year. Yeah, like I'm seeing low top 10 for me with, with okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now that I've kind of cooled down on it. Yeah. Um, but again, we have to see all the rest of the movies that come out this year. So. Exactly. Like I would like to think it would be in there. But I mean, when I look back at like we had John Wick this year, we have Barbie. We have all these other movies that I've watched. And I'm just like, oh, my God, talk to me. I, I don't know if it sticks in the top 10. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe it does stick in there for me. Um, Heart of Stone, real quick on Netflix with Gal Gadot. Like, uh, that's a solid pass. It's okay. Um, I don't, I don't think it's anything like worth writing home about. I couldn't even really tell you what happened. It's a spy agency. (laughs) Uh, Gal Gadot is a spy, and there's a bunch of other spies, and there's action scenes, and the action scenes look cool, but the story itself is just kind of like meh. You know, spies and spies. Um, But uh, yeah, the the ZOM 100 live action. So here's my thing with it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's done well. I watched it with uh, English dubbed. Yeah. Like you can watch the Japanese with subtitles. I didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like the dub was bad. It was it was good. Um, My only issue with the movie is uh, why would you put it out now when I'm going to get the whole story when the anime is not done yet? Yeah, it kind of throws me. It right? is a little strange. I like, agree. Um, I if why would you not wait until the anime is completely out, and then be and like, okay, it. here's the live action, and it, it's a minor gripe. But like, I watched that. And I'm like, okay, well now I know what's going to happen in the anime, probably unless they like majorly change something. Um, but it's just a weird choice. And I know like a, a, there's a there's a um, is it a graphic arts novel or is it like a series? I don't know. I know it, it exists in, in paper form somewhere. Um, I thought it's a manga. Is yeah, it a, it's manga? a manga? Yeah, okay. it's a manga. 
Okay. So, I mean, the story's already been out there. But for me, as somebody who's just watching the anime weekly, and then this comes out like literally halfway through the anime being out, and I'm like, oh, well, now I know the whole story. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I think it's it's done well. It's not something that's going to be in anybody's top 10. But if you enjoy the anime like we all do, um, I think they do a good job of capturing it and putting it in a live action format, which doesn't always work well. I'm looking at Dragon Ball and, and whatever else. Or One Death, Piece, I Death guess, Note. Right? Death Note. Oh, Death One... Note. Oh. Yeah. So so very quickly about Death Note. Yes. I, I watched the Death Note movie Oof. first. Oof. And then I went and then I went into and then I went into work and I was talking to the nerdiest people at my at work at the time. And I was like, did you guys see that Death Note movie on Netflix? And they were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they were like, we want to punch you in the face right now. Go home and watch like Death Note, Death Note. And then I watched it. It's still one of my favorites of, of all time. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping for your sake not in like a terrible versus good movie, but that they deviate so much like they did in Death Note that you really didn't spoil all of Psalm right. 100 by watching this live action film. Because if you watch the Death Note movie, they don't do any, any nearly what, what, you know. Yeah, sure. The, the amount of what goes on in the actual series. So, but anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think like me. short answer is if you're interested, watch the, the anime version and just wait for that to be fully out and then go and watch the live action. It just curiosity yeah. got the best of me. And I was like, yeah. oh, I got to at least check it out. <laughs> yeah, like, why not? I get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then one thing I did want to mention is um, this just has, has something to do with movies in general. Uh, I can go into th- seeing like Teenage Mutant like Turtles like without having an issue with what the trailers are going to be beforehand. Mm-hmm. The Oppenheimer, uh, there are two trailers for two movies in there. One of them is The Exorcist, the new yeah. one coming out, and holy crap. Looks um, good. I, 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 Let's was go. Not, I was not having fun in the theater whatsoever. <laughs> um, as, as someone who is uh, not into scary stuff like that, I was... Uh, at, at the end of, at the end of that i'm sitting in my chair like is it over is it over is it over, is it over? please be over please be over i was like closing my eyes i'm looking down at my phone uh that's the trailer hilarious. goes on way too long but uh you know i think i like kids movies i think that's just who i am now uh, <laughs> no I th- you're I missing think, out i think i'm gonna go see that new paul patrol movie that was obviously shown <laughs> off in the teenage mutant ninja turtles yes. uh, trailer i think that one's my i think that's my lane you feel safe in there yeah i think i'm just gonna stay in my lane now I think um, that's funny, Barry. <laughs> I feel like you're just you're denying yourself great movies by not watching horror movies. You're pre- oh, you're definitely right. I, I won't uh, I won't deny that. But it was just like I, I was surprised at how much the Exorcist trailer showed off. Like you think you'd be saving these scares for like not nope. right now? No, <laughs> it, it it is it is disturbing imagery. It is jump scares in the trailer. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm here to see a bomb go off. I'm not here to I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to be frightened by two demon girls. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You are not the target demographic on that. I am one. not the. Target. You're not the target demographic. <laughs> also, if you think about it, a lot of older people went to see Oppenheimer. That's an interesting choice to put yeah. a trailer for a horror movie before it. <laughs> Again. Oh uh, it, it, it was it was hard for me, but that's but that you know what's not hard for me is the ending of the podcast because we do it every week. <laughs> so 
That's I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please make sure to review it on your podcast listening platform of choice. And please make sure that you follow us or subscribe or like and subscribe on YouTube, TikTok, or Twitter. Either either one of those three it's is fine. It's X. Now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. Dang it. You did it again. Just like last it. week. Yeah. We'll get I'm going to have to put a note in the script that says call Twitter <laughs> X. Call Twitter, call Twitter X. X. You're not the only one not calling it X, so you're fine. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe I forgot that again. Gosh <laughs> darn it! Um, but thank you, everybody who's been supporting us. We do appreciate it, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, guys.